0: Hey guys, welcome back to another weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is Pat O. Pat O, happy Halloween.
1: Happy Halloween to you too, Ashers.
0: Thank you. I mean, it's not Halloween yet, but like it it might be by the time you guys. This is the Halloween special. It's Halloween. Right. So, what are you going to be for Halloween this year?
1: Um, a I'm going to try something. Uh it's a bit of a stretch, but I am going to be a miserable suburban um dad. <laughs> <laughs> a a uh suicidal middle-aged white guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what 58 percent of america (laughs) right
1: i've been uh uh, i've been working on my costume for a very long time i think it's finally ready yeah Um, i think by the time halloween rolls around i'll put the finishing touches on it (laughs) and it should be pretty fucking impeccable so we'll see though you're
0: not not dressing up for real
1: um no because because obviously that's not a costume no um not really i mean i i i i guess i'm not now that i think about it um yeah. i i don't have anything specific to do like we're gonna so that's the thing when you i mean as as a parent i'm sure you know is that it's there's not just like halloween's not just one day it's like there's like multiple events right yeah so yeah. there's like the school thing there's the cub scout thing there's trunk or treat. there's fucking this that and then there's actually halloween so um Usually there's like kind of like a smattering of costumes that I go through. Uh, And I mean, being just the weirdo that I am, there's like, I mean, my house has a prop closet, you know, so it's like I can easily throw something together very last minute, which is what I'll probably do. Um, My son and I were going to be like samurai penguins, which is something that he came up with. I have those once again, because I have lots of ninja weaponry and uh, movie props in my house. Um we have like those those uh coolie hats they're called okay. which are those straw like dome hats that like raiden wears, you know what i mean?
0: Oh yeah um, yeah 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 yeah.
1: Right so we have that and plus we have katanas because of course we have katanas. And then we were going to dress up like penguins. And then he got his penguin costume which is one of those which are kind of like the 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 rage now which i wish were popular when i was younger. But you know how now like a lot of these costumes are basically these giant inflatable things? that you have like a little motor a little battery operated motor for right and so he's got like a giant penguin costume and then we're gonna like accessorize it to look like a samurai um which kind of leaves me in the dust because i can't do that because they don't make those that fit me i'm six foot four 300 pounds like i my my costumes have been homemade for the past like 25 years you know what i mean um halloween spirit of halloween don't have shit in my size Right. so um i don't know long story longer i have no fucking clue i'm just gonna sit on the porch and hand out candy to kids and wow that's all i'll do you know
0: Wow. i hope in my lifetime i never become that person oh,
1: i I hope in my lifetime i never become you too <laughs> <laughs> as long as long as we're just trading blows here fucking you know <laughs>
0: I'm just giving you shit if you don't dress up for Halloween whatever I mean I I do every year I, I do no I that's what I'm
1: saying is that like I I have shit here like I can throw on a fucking I have Jason masks and werewolf masks and and squid man masks I have just squid, tons what's of
0: a squid man
1: oh it's um this one it's it's kind of Lovecraftian so it it looks like a winter hat right like a knit hat but then and you when you put the mask on it's got like alien eyes and then um like little tentacles for mandibles okay if you watch my if you watch my short film attack of the pond monster uh the pond monster is wearing the mask
0: pond so monster <laughs> yeah it was,
1: that was my second marine valley short film after space werewolf not as successful although i did win the award for best screenwriting for it oh. um but his community college it doesn't really count but um <laughs> Yeah, so I mean I have tons of masks. So no, I will definitely be dressing up, but I'm just saying that like it's usually something that I throw to, if I don't have a, a um cohesive plan going into Halloween, I can I can just go to my prop closet and grab a bunch of shit and like have a fucking, you know, throw something together last minute.
0: We'll take lots of pictures. Maybe you should be squid man so I know what you're talking about. Maybe. Um I'm just saying, uh, you know, that's uh Do you know what I'm going to be? Have I told you yet?
1: No no what are you gonna be
0: you don't know oh, Wow! Well, any guesses
1: um a uh, scarecrow
0: no no that's a good guess that's mm, that, that, I was a no i was chucky last year
1: um i don't know what are you gonna be
0: i'm gonna be mothman oh okay well i'm gonna be moth ma'am but um you know <laughs> Yeah, so that yeah, is that's, that is I, I think that uh that hey, that's it is, right? Yeah. I think that people probably expected me to dress up as Mothman a lot sooner than I am, but I just thought that usually I do a, some type of redhead, right? And uh mm-hmm. you know, I was going to I was going to keep with that this year, but I just thought that you know, why not Mothman? So that's uh that's what I'm dressing up as. We do I I have a Halloween party every year. I'll be having it again this year. Um so you know that's that's one thing and then of course we go trick-or-treating and then I don't you know usually like when I go out to things like we did the uh you know I went out to the the festival here in Fairborn. um I just I put on my witch hat I was a witch you know I mean so I also have plenty of things that I just kind of throw together for other things so when we actually yeah. trick-or-treat I'm not sure what I'll dress up as yet but um you know I have a daughter and she's gonna be a I'm actually pretty proud My my nine-year-old kid doesn't want to be you know all these kids now they're following the trendy things they're being something from I don't know Fortnite or whatever it is kids do. I don't even know what the hell the kids are into nowadays. My kid's not doing that. she's being a traditional devil and I think that's really cool and uh, so I'm, I'm glad you know that things like that she she really she really likes very simple costumes and uh, I think that's really well not simple because they're classic but I, I like that a lot because like I said she could be something that is very pointed and just generational and uh you know the the devil i mean that's everybody knows the devil so
1: <laughs> right yeah i always feel when i see kids doing that like when they're when there's some kind of like i don't know i, I mean i guess growing up i was a ninja turtle one year probably um <clears throat> i mean if you want to talk about the ultimate pop culture moment costume i was a california raisin one year too
0: oh yeah
1: good. so that was you know that was a I, i'm sure you could figure out exactly what year it was based on it probably was 88 89 it had to have been um but i know what you mean it does feel like kind of like oh you're that one guy from Fortnite. like no one's gonna remember what you are years from now if anyone sees pictures of this you know what i mean it's gonna be like why is he dressed like a llama or whatever
0: like right Right. when you have to explain the costume i think that that kind of takes away the whole point of the costume right you know and so that's you know which I like you know it's different when it's like cosplaying it's a specific character or whatever but these are cost, you know what i mean it's it's a different it's a different thing so I don't know I think it's fun I mean you know usually my kid craps out about an hour in a trick-or-treating it was not like that for me as a kid we would go and then we would keep going some more you know what I mean like it would be over and we would still go and like anymore like around here I don't know what if it's like that over there but like around here everybody does beggars night on the same night and it wasn't like that when i was a kid i mean the like little communities around your town like they usually had them on different nights so you could trick or treat like two or three times you know and they don't really do that here
1: no ours was always um ours was always halloween there was i mean even if it was on a sunday or like the weekend or something or during the week you still went out that night but i know what you mean about you know we would go out and you would walk around um for our i think i think it depends on how depraved you were as a child or not depraved well i was definitely <laughs> depraved but deprived you know if if this was your one shot at getting candy like yeah you were out until you the cops like, brought you home um, Yeah, but i you know i mean i kind of i was raised by a single mom so <laughs> i was already eating shitty like most nights of the week anyway so like it it i would go out but i wouldn't necessarily be out the longest of all my friends you know like if if everyone lasted five hours i would tap out after three by comparison my kids today last about an hour right Right. like they kind of go around the block and they'll walk a little bit somewhere else and then they'll come back and that's it but my kid gets a real my my son gets a real big kick out of handing out the candy he likes being the you know the kid sitting on the porch like you know he's i guess he's kind of like his old man in that respect he likes being the, the big shot like oh here you go yeah don't worry about it you know, oh look at what are you dressed up as. Oh that's cute. All right, here's Snickers Or
0: they get all <laughs> the leftovers anyway that people don't take at the end of the night, you know. Oh so. yeah, he sits there and eats
1: candy and then it, for every like fucking 5 pieces he eats he gives out, you know, a little
0: bit. But <laughs> sure no i understand i mean that's how it is right we we always i mean i don't have i I live in an apartment so we don't have trick-or-treaters at my home but we always go to my mom's and we go to her house and then afterwards i mean she ends up pretty much in a whole bag of candy she's like i got this whole bag of candy you can have you know so yeah it's not that and i mean my kid anyway she's like oh candy it's you know we were too poor to afford candy so if you like you said, if you wanted candy, uh, you were gonna be out there getting your right. you know, begging for your candy. My kid, she's like, hey, about an hour. She's like, I'm done. I'm cold. I'm gonna go home. I'm like, okay. So I don't know, but it's still fun. I I enjoy it. I like doing the trick or treating. I like seeing the costumes. Um, definitely in our neighborhood, we hit a lot of dead spots, and that kind of sucks. But you know i'm glad that there are still people that do still do it i mean it's not like it was when i was a kid that's for sure but i don't know maybe one day it will be maybe it'll be back to that so
1: Mm -hmm.
0: we'll see but uh yeah so that's my halloween plans anything notable happen over the weekend i haven't asked you about your weekend yet
1: yeah i uh i hung out with uh, tobias and emily in wisconsin Oh yeah
0: how'd that go it was
1: all right they're kind of fucking weird
0: well, a company <laughs> or... I'm
1: joking. No, 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 they were very cool. No, I, uh, yeah, we went out to Game Hole. Um, it's a it's a, a D, well, a tabletop RPG gaming convention. Um, that I was hoping to go, it was supposed to be me and Toby and uh, JC from Show Us Your Crits when I do that streaming stuff, and uh, we were all gonna meet up and, and have kind of a good time. and uh jc bowed out so it was just me and tobias going and then i only really ended up going for one day so um had a break and uh met up with him and emily for like an hour and just shot the shit we talked about john carpenter movies (laughs) whatever it was cool though it was cool you never know when you meet your internet friends if they're gonna be uh how how it's gonna transition into real life if it's gonna be awkward if it's going to be um you know stressful and, and right and not good or if it's gonna be cool. Yeah. And just kinda like when me and you hung out, it was cool. So cool. That was not ni- Yeah, that was nice. It was nice. Did you I
0: get as drunk think. as you did when we hung out or
1: I I am still sober, believe it or not. Wow. Um, yeah, it's been ninety days. It's been that's uh nice. it's been three fucking months. And going to there <laughs> going to Wisconsin and not getting shit faced. I I don't think that's happened to like since like I was nine, and my mom took me to the Wisconsin Dells. Like <laughs> to be honest with you, I Wisconsin was always where, uh, you know, when I was in when I was in college, my roommate uh, his girlfriend went to Marquette, and we would go up there to, to kind of party. When I was uh, a little bit older, we would go up there. Uh, I was in the band with Mike. We would we would play in Kenosha and and Milwaukee a lot. Sure, um, and and then for gary con for the uh dungeons and dragons convention in lake geneva we would go to that so i have a long-sorted history of going to mich uh wisconsin and and getting shit-faced and uh rolling around with chubby girls and this weekend was a was a split from that for better or worse so well, good for
0: you i mean yeah congratulations
1: you know Ooh. if i if i can survive black wednesday which is the Wednesday before I know not every every area of the United States celebrates Black Wednesday, but the uh the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's a very big party night here in Chicago. If I can if I can survive Black Wednesday and Crypticon, um I'll I'll pretty much I can't I can't imagine what would cause me to drink again. You know what I mean? Those would yeah, be yeah. those would be those would be the two big ones. If I can, your if job, can... your
0: family. I don't know. A couple. I'm just kidding. I'd rather. I'd rather
1: just be miserable. To be honest <laughs> with you, it's I'm much. Good. It's much more rewarding for me to be clear-headed and and full of hate. <laughs> Than, than to get drunk and forget about my problems. I would rather marinate them and despise everyone around me. Wow.
0: Um, <laughs> you could also, like, you know, work through that. But, you know, that's just... Well,
1: but here's... Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ashley. Um, <laughs> but I, to work through them, I think part of that is sobriety. So um, we'll see. We'll see well, what happens.
0: everybody, Pado says it here. Sobriety is cool. Well,
1: I, I shouldn't use that word because that's not exactly what's happening over here i'm just not drinking but well so we will
0: pato says not drinking is cool (laughs) and asher says drinking is cool sometimes so just you know we're not fucking life coaches don't take advice from us
1: no god (laughs) no i'm not i can't I, i i don't even want to say that i'm quitting because that would that would be terrible i'm not saying that uh i'm just saying that i i've just commenting on the fact that it's been 90 days since i had a drink
0: you haven't already. had a reason to drink and that's good oh
1: i've had plenty
0: <laughs> oh well. i'm trying to be positive about it i don't know how to
1: <laughs> no dude i hate i hate everybody the world is yeah. so fucked up right now i'm so we hate you too, frustrated Pat, it's fine. i know i know <laughs>
0: except for everybody on clubhouse they all really like you and that's intimidating i know but
1: <laughs> yeah well then ask me to be on one god damn it <laughs> Been on him. it's been a while it's been a hot minute i need constant validation
0: you hear that I need greg, that, greg you're so good at this greg validate pat he needs that it.
1: serotonin fucking hit put me on a panel with some fucking girls except you know besides this one what? and Why? Uh,
0: what's wrong with me being on the panel no you're good i always, oh. you always end up on my
1: panels anyway i like it yeah pretty much yeah you're, <laughs> my, you, you're my you're my banky
0: oh okay well thank you I, I guess is that a compliment i don't you're know security blanket
1: yeah <laughs>
0: like, are you saying that i'm fat is that what no doing?
1: i'm saying you haven't been washed in seven years and you smell like piss but
0: yeah that's me things everywhere yep you're right
1: a little tanner around the edges It's right it feels like home
0: there's a hole at the bottom somewhere that's, yeah. <laughs> wow okay well interesting um no i um i didn't i didn't have an exciting weekend but you know that's yeah, you
1: did what are you talking about i did not oh did okay not.
0: I did not. I did not. Right. Did I? What did I do this weekend?
1: I was you were, was texting you at one point and it was thrill a minute.
0: Huh. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's all good.
0: It's okay. We can talk about it later, I guess. Um, because uh well, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not talking about that here. So <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, so I didn't uh I didn't do anything and that's fine. Um I I am you know just going through things emotionally, but like obviously you guys are listening to the show, so I'm still here and I'm still you know doing doing the damn thing. i have really mm. bad imposter syndrome, and I feel like I don't do enough. But like, I mean, I don't know. You listening to the show? Do you have a show? Probably not. So <laughs> I guess I'm too. Pro- I mean,
1: honestly, probably. I, I I would I would say I I don't know. I don't know how many people listen to our show, but I, I, I a decent percentage of them are fellow podcasters or
0: eh, yeah, they might be. Me.
1: Well, I, I understand what you're saying though like i finished reading a book and i finished reading zone in the art of motorcycle maintenance which was an okay read and i said you know what i'm not going to start reading anything else right away i'm just gonna like not read a book right now do you know how difficult that has been oh i know oh yeah <laughs> because i'm not reading a book
0: you feel like, guilty you're like what am i doing with my life i'm not I'm, reading.
1: you know i'm watching snl i'm watching american horror story i'm, I'm interacting with my children like you know, and I just feel like uh, if I'm not constantly making something or buttering something, or I don't know,
0: you, it's have hard. You, have you watched the Chucky series?
1: I watched the first one. I watched. I have a series recording going on my DVR. Okay. Um, I watched the first episode. That's it. But I, I would, will probably like tonight or tomorrow or something.
0: Yeah, watch it. Catch up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I've I've watched I mean I've watched the first two obviously while we're recording this. We're actually recording on a Tuesday, like old times. Um, but you know, I I haven't seen the new episode yet. I don't know how I feel about it yet. What do you guys think? Let us know. Do you know how you can let us know? Pat, do you know how they can let us know what they think about the Chucky series?
1: We're not going to give out that number again, are we?
0: Yeah, (laughs) 773-59-WEIRD. That's right. You can call us and tell us. You know, I want to reiterate something. I think people are confused about the phone number. Um, So when you call, like, I'm not going to answer. Pat's not going to answer. Nobody's going to answer. You're going to be greeted with a lovely message for me. So at minimum, call the number just to hear the message. Um, But it it is a voicemail box, so you do leave a message. It's not an actual live line um now that could be different uh if we ever do a live special or anything like that um and if you guys are interested in doing that we could probably open it up and have you guys call us directly um but yeah for now it's just a voicemail so don't feel intimidated don't feel like you don't want to call because you are scared that somebody might pick up maybe i'll just fuck with people one day and i'll just turn it on and start answering
1: <laughs> can you do that can you have yeah. it wow sure
0: can. i sure can so i don't know maybe i will hey. um
1: if crypticon happens i think we should we should
0: uh do something live
1: yeah like if we if if we end up uh partying afterwards or something i think it'd be funny to to blast that out on social media turn it on live and then just see who who calls if if anyone does you know if anyone
0: calls and see what they say we could pass out cards at crypticon and then like with the number on it
1: you know that's not a bad idea i'm sure if you go on vista print you can get them made for like next to nothing that's actually that's a that's a really good idea
0: maybe we'll do something like that when we walk around and talk to people but anyway anyway crypticon it's coming i can't wait i'm so excited but yeah we'll we'll talk about what we'll do but anyway you want to hear some uh some news yeah what you got got this really cool video i probably should have sent it to you beforehand so i'm going to just describe it to me
1: paint me a picture with your words
0: um it's really short so i mean like but i will describe it to you um it's really easy so allegedly this video takes place somewhere in argentina um it's it popped up on a website i think it's called i think it's paranormalnews.com um and it is obviously takes place in a desert somebody is walking up on a calf you know baby cow calf Mm -hmm. And the calf is being followed around, kind of chased by a ball of light. Mm. And then the ball of light maybe sees the person and decides to leave and, and, you know, leaves. Um, Argentina, why is this interesting? Argentina has a really, really, probably the highest in the world rate of cattle mutilations. Does it now? Yes, it does. So, you know, what... uh... I don't know I just sent you the video it's really really short if you want to check it out you can um but yeah I mean I thought it was weird you know I've heard of people reporting uh you know seeing balls of light in different instances of high strangeness it's just kind of one of those things that people see um you know so but I've never I don't think I've ever actually seen one caught on camera I've seen like orbs and this is not that you know this is something different and uh I've never seen anything quite like it you know again the the source itself is hard but when you look at the actual video like it's just it, it it's a it's not from a big channel it doesn't have a lot of views like this is you know fresh off the ticket. So i'll definitely i'll, I'll post that for you guys down in the description um this looks real
1: i i would i would say this looks uh that looks very real
0: it's fucking weird isn't it
1: yeah there's a lot of a lot of contributing factors too uh <clears throat> the way that it's shot it's it's not um it doesn't look overtly staged right but at the same time it it looks like what it's proposing to be what it's proposing to be which is somebody having a cell phone on them taking out recording it while they're walking quickly towards something
0: I see something fucking weird right yeah
1: it's not bouncing all over the place but at the same time it's not like steady cam drone shit right. uh it doesn't look like it's photoshop or after effects or anything like that uh definitely worth checking out
0: yeah it's it's pretty cool um you know i thought that that was really cool um yeah because i'm like at first you're kind of like you're like what am i looking at there and it kind of looks like maybe like a plastic bag but it's not and like as it kind of starts to move away from the calf because again it's like really kind of following this calf around a little bit it's like chasing it and then it i don't know then the guy or you know the person i guess i shouldn't misgender them i don't know what they are um but this person um pops up and and this thing kind of i don't know if it notices or what but then it's like okay gotta go and then kind of starts floating away but then like the report is like as the video goes on it just kind of slowly disappears like it dissipates mm-hmm. and just kind of leaves and like you can see that kind of i mean you know it ends before that but you can kind of see that but i'm sure they were freaked out what, what, what's going on over there
1: i'm posting it to our twitter
0: oh okay <laughs> so that
1: people can actually like
0: is that the music that goes with the video
1: no that's the ad that popped up afterwards
0: i was like i didn't know there was music in the video i didn't listen to it i guess but um yeah very cool so yeah definitely check that out it's gonna be on the on wednesdays we talk weird twitter i'll post it in the description and then i'll probably post it on social media as well so there's that so that i thought that was neat um another one that i wanted to talk about real quick is this uh report that came out 135 page report on the storm area 51 do you remember that september 2019 yeah. that uh created a facebook event to storm area 51 and like 100 people 150 people show up and there was a lot more interested in the event people were kind of wondering what was gonna happen um but 150 people did show up they kind of <laughs> just ended up having a rave out in the middle of the desert and actually storm area 51 um, but the government took that shit seriously and they were ready to kill somebody like they they were ready to mow everybody down if that's what they had to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the feds just released this report, um, you know, showing kind of the plan in place and what they were going to do in case anybody did attack, um, you know, or try to cross that barrier. Nobody did. One person got a little too close and he was arrested and detained, um, but then they let him go. I mean, so he didn't die. Nobody died. Um, but yeah, what did you think of that? um when it happened i don't think we've ever talked about it on the show before
1: yeah i mean i think it was uh i i (laughs) so here's what i think happened i think someone started it on facebook as a joke and it caught on and like you said the government didn't know whether or not these like you know because well, Facebook says that there's you know three hundred and fifty thousand people that said that they're gonna uh they're interested in showing up at this or they're gonna show up at this event and there's another hundred and fifty thousand that are interested and and the government being as out of touch and archaic as they are probably thought those were accurate numbers, but any punk band knows <laughs> that for every like 50 people that say they're coming to your show maybe do show up so like (laughs) i'm sure the government was like oh my god look at all these people that rsvp to our party yeah and and thinking that like yeah so um i uh and then like the guy went on the the guy went on facebook and like canceled the event and denounced it and i'm sure he got he was gotten to where like somebody gave him a call and was like listen motherfucker." like you are not going to storm area 51 at the very least you're going to get people killed and that will be on you so you need to you need to stop this um and then i think when 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 it came when it when when it was fuck time you know uh no one really showed up and i think the government looked and realized and was like okay these people aren't going to do anything they're not going to crash the gates you know but if 100,000 people had shown up yeah you can overrun you know what do they always tell us about the chinese that there's so many chinese people they could take over the united states if they all had sticks in their hand and walked forwards in a straight line you know what i mean uh there's not enough bullets for all of them and i think that is uh that's more than often more often than not the case right right Uh, if you get enough people together they're gonna overthrow any group uh and you know any security force enough enough just bodies can overthrow any security force let alone if those bodies are armed and organized and you know remind mind you this this all happened during a period of general civil unrest in the country it was during the trump administration so uh i can understand their concern and the fact that they would have contingency plans in place if things went sideways makes perfect sense to me the fact that it didn't go that way little heartbreaking because i think from a i mean i wasn't there but as a as a guy sitting on his couch in chicago watching the news yeah i would have liked to seen fucking a bunch of people showing up and started some shit but um i didn't expect it to happen
0: and you know i was at the mothman festival that weekend but we were definitely we had no service at our airbnb so (laughs) we didn't know what was going on but um you know we had talked about it We're like maybe we should go uh, but we didn't a similar thing had happened locally and it, it ended up making national news and that was that there was a facebook event created and i think it was 2019 that said that limp biscuit was going to play a show at a sunoco gas station on 420 and you know again this was local so what's funny is that ivy the old co-host of, of this show she worked at that sunoco gas station at the time and so, you know, she kind of had an in as to what was going on now where the Sunoco is located right across the street from it is this empty lot. And so thousands and thousands of people said that they were going to go to this Lip Biscuit show that wasn't happening at a Sunoco gas station and people fucking stuck by it like people were talking about it on all the local facebook groups and all this stuff and people were dead serious they're like no seriously seriously limp biscuit is going to play, play this show and so the day came and she was off work that day and I, I went over to her house and uh one of her coworkers said that they had shut the gas station down because people showed up lots of people showed up And we went and probably i mean it wasn't a crazy amount of people probably 100 people were there for a fake show
1: are they from Dayton? What was the
0: connection? No, there there wasn't any. It was just something stupid that somebody created, but there's t-shirts and everything. Like you can still buy them.
1: <laughs> Let me know. Let send me a link to the, one of those t-shirts. I will buy one of those. Okay, t-shirts. that's yeah. awesome.
0: <laughs> it's like I went to the look. you know, let biscuit sunoco tour or whatever. I mean, there's all kinds, and uh yeah, it was big. It became. It it was like I said. It was national fucking news, and people still talk about it to this day. And so you know, the internet just finds stuff and it runs with it. This I believe it was this year. Yeah, this year they had the Josh fight. Do you know? Did you see the Josh fight? No. Oh my God! So some guy on Facebook found a bunch of dudes. I don't remember his last name, and I know people are gonna yell at me, but it was like Josh. I don't know. We'll say it was Josh Adams, you know. So he went and found all these people on Facebook with the same name as him, Josh Adams, and he told he sent them a message and he said, "One year from today, meet me at this location, and we're all gonna meet up and we're all gonna fight. And the person that wins gets to keep the name, and everybody else has to change their name." And everybody was like, "Uh," some people were like, "Mm, "No." So this this he took a screenshot of it okay and sent it to people and showed everybody and this it went viral and so it ended up becoming a real life event read about it it's actually super fucking wholesome that it became a real life event all the joshes met up at a location and it wasn't just josh adams anymore whatever it was it was like they had the josh adams fight and then they just had the like the josh fight and it was anybody named josh oh i heard
1: about this yeah
0: and they all took like pool noodles and they were i don't know they just had this event and uh a little a a young kid won the josh fight ultimately some little guy and uh it's super wholesome. They picked them up, carried them on their shoulders. It was great. Um, but yeah, I mean that was another thing that, you know, the internet takes and just kind of runs wild with. But um anyway, I digress. The uh the feds were gonna blow some people the fuck away. They were prepared to annihilate your asses. So moral of the story, um don't try to storm area 51 you know i'll be honest with you like yes we might have you might be able to get enough people together that would want to do it but all they have to do is you know throw a fucking bomb at your ass or you know they got guns and we don't like that you know so (laughs) they got tanks (laughs) um don't try to do i wouldn't try to do that again to be honest with you so that's where i stand yeah i mean
1: i think that by the time by the time you the fact that this was publicized so far i mean i think this would make a good like 20 years from now let's say disclosure happens next week and then we kind of deal with the aftermath of that and and obviously hollywood starts making movies about everything once once this you know the tapes have been released and all this shit sure i i think that there would be a pretty funny movie about the government's response to that like i could see there being like a road trip movie where two, you know, army privates have to transport, you know, Bob the alien to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base from Area 51. And they have a road trip and the car breaks down along the way. And it's like planes, trains and automobiles where, where they got to get some where they got to get the aliens out of Area 51 prior to this fucking like storm, like storm the base thing that never happened. You know, and I I'm I'm sure they like there's a frantic you know scrambled to get stuff out of the base just in case it was stormed so that nothing would be found in there um i bet there's i bet there's some humorous stories about that or maybe not maybe i'm just projecting. i don't know
0: <laughs> no that's okay i just you know like i said I, I mean i saw that i don't think anybody's surprised to hear that they had a plan you know just in case things did go bad i mean they were worried they were worried about you know even though i think they that they knew that this was just a bunch of chuckle fucks on the internet they were concerned that amongst the chuckle fucks were going to be actual terrorists you know and not just american right. but even from other countries you know what i mean that just kind of tried to blend in and, and infiltrate but none of that happened like i said one person was arrested they were let go um everything turned out good so i mean that was that was that but like i said they they will kill you they don't care so no. <laughs> you're literally well, just a social security number to them so
1: <laughs> right and you're and you're you're storming a government installation i mean it's they would be well within their rights even if it didn't have the the ufo you know connection you know if if you had picked any military installation and said guess what we're gonna try to storm it yeah you're gonna get met with the same response you know
0: so. yeah yeah well i got one more piece of news that is uh vital but unfortunately I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you guys i don't have a lot on it right now and that's my bad on october 19th uh a big press conference took place and uh it was kind of a big deal um so uh, a united states air force officer has come forward and said that um he had filmed a flying saucer shooting light beams at a nuclear missile and he was forced to cover it up so it wasn't just him at this press conference there were multiple um you know military personnel that had came forward and spoke on some you know matters Uh, but this guy you know he came forward and said that um, you know he was recording uh, I don't know something that day it doesn't matter once he had the video he turned it over to his superior and he was called in shortly after and he was ordered to never speak of it ever again now initially he he didn't understand and they showed him the vid you know they showed him the video and they were kind of pointing out what was going on in the video and he thought that he was being pranked he didn't think that it was real but now he has come forward i think this was the 1970s that he said this happened um but yeah now he has come forward and he's been openly talking about it again this was a bigger press conference it wasn't just this one guy it was a couple of other military personnel really important people and uh you know they've said some things but like i said i haven't been able to watch the conference myself but i will post that link also i do a link to it um but, yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, are we surprised anymore, though? No. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's it's not. I'm not going to say it's boring. It's not boring at all. It's very interesting. But, you know, it's not shocking anymore. <laughs> you know, right. So, But I don't know. We'll see where that goes. I mean, we haven't had a response yet from anybody. So far, we've only had that one press conference. Just like a couple months ago, we talked about that lady who, uh, you know, she also held a press conference talking about how she was, military personnel but it was just her you know and this one is not just the one guy it's a couple of guys talking about things so you know I I don't know um I'd be curious to check his credentials out and see you know obviously he should be able to prove you know that he was a part of this at least and uh you know see where that goes so that's interesting lots of UFO news this week there's always more UFO news than there is like cryptid news or you know Um, I mean, I guess in cryptid news, there's been a bunch of species that have been discovered, but I don't know, I just feel like nobody really uses that as evidence for cryptozoology, which is weird, but there's, I mean, weekly, there's a lot of new species of animals discovered all the time, and so for people to pretend that it would be out of the norm for us to discover something new, well, it's not, we do it every week, multiple times a week, so I don't know, there's that. Maybe I'll start sharing those. Do you guys want to hear more about those? Or maybe you just like the more of the UFO news. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, you can call us at 773-59-WEIRD and uh, tell us what you think. So <laughs> it's going to be drilled in people's brains. Um, I want it to be to where people have a strange encounter and the very first thing they think of is our phone number
1: i think if we don't make uh business cards for crypticon we should make those flyers where you can rip off the little things at the bottom
0: Ooh, that's also we should do both
1: yeah that'll that'll be the the cheap and easy diy thing and we can plaster them in the area surrounding the convention (laughs) just
0: get note cards and write it down on the note cards no explanation just super mysterious just write down a phone number on note cards and hand them Mm. out Mm -hmm. i'm just saying there's some ideas but (laughs) anyway so because it's spooky season I want to talk about some uh spooky season urban legends and things really i did this episode because there was there's one line of thinking in particular that i really wanted to touch on um but you know i guess i didn't know how to do that and i didn't know if it would make for an entire episode um so I just thought that maybe we could talk about different things. You know, last week we talked about things that we had grown up with as children. Um, you know, stories and stuff like that. Um, you know, that were personal to us and local to us and, and things like that. This is kind of in that same vein, except I think that these are a little more widespread. Um Pat, do you have any personal anecdotes of things that you would hear around Halloween or any Halloweener? <laughs>
1: Anything like <that>? Um <clears throat> something that popped up i guess in uh in my in the early 90s so when i was like you know a tween yeah to uh to a baby teenager is the concept of devil's night okay. that was that was something that like wasn't i had never heard of before the crow and then um when the crow came out uh in 1994 so i would have been 13 that was a concept that i was introduced to and ended up being a real thing I guess in some parts of the some parts of the country it is. It's not something that's like, I guess, observed is the is the right way to put it. But something that's done everywhere. It's kind of a Midwestern thing, sure. uh, Detroit, Philadelphia. Uh, not, I guess, so much Chicago, but anywhere where people choose to do stuff with it, they can. But basically, um, you go out the night before Halloween, October thirtieth, and you create mischief. And mischief, mischief usually falls in the category of like misdemeanor misdemeanor crimes, or even potentially arson in some cases. And uh, that was kind of part of how the teenagers and, and the kids in my neighborhood celebrated Halloween. Um, the The stores in my area would stop selling shaving cream like the day before Halloween. <laughs> okay, they, you know, you, you know what I mean. And like because kids would get in shaving cream fights. Did they do that by you? yeah yeah where you would like take a needle and you would stick it and you get a can of barbasol and you'd put a needle in it and then you would light it on fire and it would melt the thing so if you use shaving cream kind of naturally it just kind of balls up in your hand when it comes out right but if you burn the spray nozzle a certain way it'll actually like projectile Mm -hmm. like shoot out so then we would get shaving cream fights or we would put it on on houses or sidewalks and the thing about shaving cream is that if you leave it there for long enough it would like stain the sidewalk oh yeah um so that was i don't know how much of a nuisance that was where i grew up i mean it's not like you know it doesn't really cause like property damage but whatever so that that was the only thing that i would i was kind of like a a a myth or something was this idea of devil's night and and vandalism on halloween
0: yeah it's just kind of more of a tradition and it's not really rooted in anything in particular i mean we've, we've i've heard of devil's night um you know it's you got in a toilet paper the houses and you baloney the cars and you know so <laughs> baloney you never heard driver. of baloneying the cars
1: no why would you do that
0: supposedly it takes the pain off I don't know if that's true. I never baloneyed cars. But if you put a piece of baloney on a car, it'll take the paint off the car. That's funny. That's what I've always heard. Or, you know, egg the houses or whatever, you know. That's, right,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know, but, yeah, I'd always heard baloney on cars takes – I mean, that's what that's, – I like I said, I didn't. I, I guess I'd never – I was never that destructive child or anything like that. But, well, I mean, that's when you would smash the pumpkins because then people would, you know, they don't have their pumpkins to use for decoration on, you know, beggar's night. So, I mean – you know that's i think that uh that's yeah i think you're right it's kind of a weird unspoken tradition and nobody really knows i guess maybe it could have been because of the crow i was born in 91 so i don't know (laughs)
1: you know i don't
0: know about that but
1: yeah a a quick google search does say that baloney uh does peel the paint off cars oh you have to leave it on like overnight
0: though well right so you do it the night before and people wake up in the morning and they're like oh there's baloney on my car
1: yeah it's a it's an easy way to poke a dot uh car
0: wow yeah i never actually did it so i don't know i mean i i'd heard people you know heard of people doing it um but yeah i i didn't know but yeah i mean that you're right that is a very you know halloween tradition the kids act up and they and they you know do certain things um you know i'd always heard that like black black cats get extra tortured during halloween like you know you see that post going around on social media like oh don't let your black cats go outside well let me tell you something first of all and no you know what no i know i know you not you pat but i know you listening to this who's going to get offended and you're going to come you're going to come on here and you're going to try to defend this don't let your fucking cat outside anyway because for one it's dangerous for them. A cat that you let roam outside has an average life expectancy of 3 years compared to upwards of 30 years that your cat could be living. For two, it's fucking terrible for the environment. Don't let your cat outside. If you live on a farm, that's cool. Like <laughs> or if you have an enclosed space where your cat can safely go outside, you can do that. Um also, um I'm going to I'm going to um invoke my inner Bob Barker. Spay and neuter your pets always but i'd always heard that black cats were tortured most uh you know by neighborhood kids and things like that during halloween season but it's not true actually um Cats are just tortured all year round and that's why you shouldn't let them outside because people for some reason see them as a huge nuisance. Well, which yeah. they can be, you know. And uh and they as will they just, should be. And they will just fuck it right cuz your pets shouldn't be roaming around outside and people will poison them, people will shoot shoot them with BB guns, people will do all kinds <laughs> of fucked up things to your cats if you let them outside. It's not just Halloween time, it's all year round. So there's that. Um, (laughs) But black animals in general, um, black dogs are the least likely to get adopted as well as black cats because of the superstition surrounding it, which we know that's ridiculous. Black dogs and black cats are beautiful. I have
1: a black dog. What's the superstition surrounding him?
0: It just depends. Different people um like black dogs are you know seen as like kind of a harbinger of doom type of thing we've kind of talked about that yeah i get
1: you know what i never made that connection yeah never made that connection and there are people
0: that believe that they're that they are so like people think that they're a bad bad to have around and they're not they're great so Mm -hmm. you know you should adopt you know all animals of color and that's what we support here on on wednesdays we talk weird and uh you know but yeah so that's that's another one that i guess i've always heard um but as far as like i guess urban myths being a kid um i don't think i've ever i don't think like we ever had anything that was like super scary and you know we were never really intimidated i mean the main reason why i wanted to have this episode was because i wanted to talk about um candy that's been tampered with that was probably the number one. Like we went trick or treating and we weren't allowed to have a single piece of candy until our parents went through all of it and checked it to make sure that it was safe. And you know, I didn't really understand understand what that meant, um but you know because they were talking about well, people poison candy because they just want to hurt kids or bad people or they stick fucking needles in your Snickers bar and you know razor blades in your apples and whatever and I found out as an adult that my parents weren't checking the candy, what they were doing was they were yanking half my shit. <laughs> and that's why I didn't <laughs> need it. So, you know, I don't know if people my age now who grew up with, you know, similar parents, um, I, I don't know if they know that that's what their parents were doing. And I think that people are still stuck in the mindset that you should check the candy before you let your kids have it. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. If I I went to the grocery store a couple of weeks ago and um I got uh cheese balls, you know, a container of cheese balls. And I when I when I went home and I opened up the lid, um I had noticed that somebody had actually, and I don't know if somebody had, but the seal was open. And I threw that shit away because you just never know, right? It's it better to be yeah. safe than sorry. So like the same thing with candy. Like I wouldn't let my kid eat an already open package of candy or anything like that. As a matter of fact, When we were trick or treating one year, the my daughter had gotten confused because it was a group of like teenage girls sitting on you know passing off candy, and these are suburban teenage girls. I don't think they meant any harm, but they had gotten some like really gourmet chocolates, and they weren't wrapped or anything. They were just kind of in this box, and uh, they weren't handing them out. But my daughter was going for the gourmet candy because that's what she thought was being handed out, and she was like, "Oh no, but you can take one," and she let her take it, and I did not let my kid eat it because I didn't know yeah you know so that was what i was doing but that doesn't really happen um
1: well i you know there was when i was younger uh way before you were born but there there was um there was like aspirin
0: tampering like that is the the tylenol guy yeah
1: that that is something that happened and i think that when this whole check your halloween candy people are, are doing this or they're giving out they're dousing, you know, Snickers bars with the LSD or whatever. I I think in when I got older, I just assumed that that was a response to the Tylenol stuff, you know. um
0: That's a good point. No, that's a that's a really good point. I mean, because the the there was there were cases like I think like eight people died from that. um Yeah,
1: I mean, I've been I've been drugged before. I think I told this episode this story on an earlier episode. But when I worked in the hotel industry, I had someone offer me uh, a a bottle of soda once and i drank it and it was spiked with like liquid g or something and um i got real fucked up <laughs> i had a real interesting night at work but luckily and luckily i was i had i i me so i knew i was on drugs i wasn't like right. freaking out because like oh no i'm tripping out of nowhere what's happening um i put it two and two together fairly quickly but you know yes number 1 there are people th- this is what we know right number 1 we know that there's some, that, that there are people out there that like to drug unsuspecting individuals. Bill Cosby for one, all right? Sure. Number two, number two, we know that sometimes these people find themselves in positions of power, like with a Tylenol guy. Like, didn't he work at, he was some, he worked in a pharmacy or he was, he, I, distribution believe
0: I don't know for sure, but I believe that they never found out who it was. Wow. Yeah.
1: So, so i i can i can understand you know obviously it's not like we've canceled halloween it's not like you know we no longer go trick-or-treating like all these things still happen but i can understand knowing what we know about the world that you know they're being kind of like a old wives tale an urban legend about check your halloween candy and i don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing you know
0: well so i i decided to dig deep into this Okay. and uh i wanted to figure out and i got a couple of cases that that i want to talk about um so the most notable one that a lot of people refer to when they're talking about when they're debunking this this halloween candy myth is um there goes my neighbors again um is <laughs> the well they call him the candy man um so in 1974 um this this guy was um he had wanted to claim Life insurance on his kids, so he took pixie sticks and emptied them out a little bit, and then loaded them with uh, potassium cyanide. And he gave—he had five of them in total. Um, so he gave—he had a, a son and a daughter. He gave, you know, one to each kid, and then he gave the three others out to random people. Or I think it was probably one of his daughter's friends or something like that. Doesn't matter. He gave them out to other kids and um the eight-year-old he ended up actually he he ended up eating the pixie stick and he didn't like it he said it tasted weird so then it prompted the other kids to not want to eat theirs but he did he ate the whole thing um and then he died and so they found out pretty quickly that you know it was dad and you know the reason why he did it they were kind of able to pick apart that he did it for the life insurance uh money Wow. And, yeah so you know that's um the reason why he did both kids and then three others was to make it look like there was somebody in the neighborhood, you know, to, to get the heat off of him. So, I mean, he really thought that went through. Um, so that was real. I mean, so he, he did do that. Um, you know, a lot of these cases are, um, actually pretty much all of them are cases of a close friend, you know, or family member doing this to the people already in their lives. It's not really the unsuspecting victims. Um, but again, you know, like I said, I was curious,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, uh, a lesser, uh, a, a less serious case. Actually, that's probably the most serious case, um, that, you know, that we've seen again, the most notable, a lot of people like it. Um, he went to prison. I think he, he ended up on death row. They killed him. He's dead now. Um, but another one that's kind of silly was that there was a dentist who, um, he was charged, but with a lesser known charge because he was giving out, um, candy or that he was giving out laxative pills that were coated in candy <laughs> and so i don't know why just because i couldn't really find an explanation as to why he would do something like that just because it was funny devil's night i don't know
1: <laughs> so, yeah but you're not there to watch them shit their pants how funny is it really like because
0: you know it's gonna happen in like uh, three hours
1: no I'm, I'm more i'm more visceral than that i want to see it's <laughs>
0: I mean i guess he didn't want to kill people but he wanted to cause some problems and that he did um but yeah that was that was 1959 so i mean that that predates the pixie stick incident um another one that does was that there was a woman who was giving out um inedible items to kids who she thought were too were too old to trick or treat now that one is kind of unsuspecting which is bullshit anyway listen i fucking let people trick or treat i don't care if you're an adult i don't care if you're a kid let people come on now that's just ridiculous but she was giving out things like steel wool um and also uh rat poison so <laughs> uh, you know it wasn't uh, like i said some things were harmless like steel wool and some things were uh, very harmful like rat poison nobody died um but she she did get in trouble um so there was that uh,
1: so here's what i think all this comes down to there are there are crazy people in your neighborhood that <laughs> that may have inherited property and 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 live amongst you you know these houses okay you know your crazy neighbors those are the houses you don't go to yeah the the problem with shit like halloween is you're literally going door to door ask any jehovah's witness or 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 pizza delivery guy when you knock on a stranger's door you don't know who the fuck is going to answer and halloween where kids go door to door you know just because it's in your neighborhood or especially when like people travel around they go to neighborhoods that they're not familiar with Right. Because they want to get as hit as many uh areas as possible. I never got that. And that's something that like we see in our neighborhood all the time, because I know most of the people around here. And there's people that drive to our neighborhood because like, they want to trick or treat over by us, which I guess is kind of flattering. But at the same time, it's like, I could be a crazy white person. You know what I mean? They're out there, people. You know, I, I, I could be <laughs> completely unhinged person. and do this shit and you don't know me, you don't know to stay the fuck away from my house. You don't, if I were to hand you yeah. something that was off color, you wouldn't even be able to trace it back to me because you drove around and you hit three different fucking neighborhoods that day. Who, how are you going to remember who gave you what, you know, like, yeah. I, I think that it these are, these are good cautionary tales. Like you can't just blindly and, and yeah, maybe it's a shame. But, moral of the story here, you can't just blindly trust everybody in the world and you can't knock on everybody's door and expect them to just give you something.
0: Yeah, you're putting a lot of trust in a strangers. You really are. You really are. Well, Halloween, like trick or treating isn't like it used to be. Like now, when people trick or treat, they are, you know, when you look at your kids' candy bag this weekend. You'll notice that most of them are pre-packaged, you know, Kit Kats and Reese's and Snickers and you know when I was a kid, you'd have people making popcorn balls and there was a guy that used to give out uh he used to make cotton candy on the front porch and give it out. I mean, you'd have and maybe you st- sometimes still have people like that, but it's it doesn't happen as often as it used to. So like when we're talking back in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, I mean, it, there was definitely a lot more homemade goodies than there than there are, you know. Remember the motherfucker that would give out a penny? Why? why i guess back then you could buy your own candy with a penny but <laughs> hey, nowadays.
1: Uh, uh breaking news breaking news james gunn just quote tweeted me
0: who's james gunn
1: the guy that directed guardians of the galaxy Oh, Aunt Romeo and juliet
0: oh and
1: yeah look at that Looking so to, t- just to completely disrail this conversation uh somebody made a comment about how uh something about the the pentagon checks all of marvel movies all marvel's scripts before they allow them to go into production and james gunn was like that's ridiculous i've never heard such a thing and i responded uh i always thought most studios had their scripts checked by the military because eventually they'll need to borrow tanks and shit and they don't want to piss off their supplier which is something that i've honestly heard before right like if you're making like transformers and you need a bunch of f-18s who are you going to go to you're going to go to the fucking Air Force, right? No one else has that stuff. And if you're in, the, if you're a movie studio that makes a bunch of action movies, like Fast and the Furious and Transformers and Battleship, you know what I mean, and Top Gun 2, you're going to need all these military assets for your movies, okay? So that means that if you write a script about how the military is run by lizard people or that, you know, the CIA killed JFK or something like that, they have leverage to say, you know what, maybe tone down that script a little bit or else we're not going to let you use the 15 Abraham tanks that you need for transformer seven. Right. And this is something that I've, I've heard. And I've, I've always believed it sounds perfectly rational to me. And he quote tweeted me and said, no, (laughs) when a film uses military assets for free, those specific scripts have to get military approval. To make sure the military isn't disparaged. This is very few films. And from what I know. The military is pretty loose about it. So actually he agrees with me. He starts off by saying no. But then he actually agrees with me. When a film uses military assets. Like tanks. And jets and whatever. Those specific scripts. Have to get military approval. To make sure the military isn't disparaged. But when you think about it okay so this specific film doesn't disparage the military however i'm releasing the same studio is releasing another film next month that does you think that they're not going to include you know what i mean that they're not going to say hey well if you want our tanks for movie a you need to clean up the script for movie b like of course they're going to
0: oh yeah absolutely
1: so so thank you for proving my point james gunn
0: well james gunn do you ask him if he wants to come on the show and talk about it um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think that would be cool <laughs> you know just uh work the show in there somehow well that's pretty cool all right well okay
1: all right anyway back to halloween
0: back to halloween <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go hope these people you. follow
1: me in the podcast we might get we might get a whole bunch of new podcasts uh
0: yay uh well if you're here because james gunn uh quote t- tweeted pat I'm, i hope that you are enjoying your listen and uh yeah anyway um so <laughs> uh well that's cool then and we talked about a bunch of ufo stuff before military stuff and whatnot okay anyway uh back to halloween so but no you're right um people are putting a lot of trust into these individuals to um you know uh give them food you know things that they're going to put into their body. Right. but right, right, right. I, I got a couple more i got a couple more uh, and then, okay and then we can talk about a little bit more um in 1970 a five-year-old boy uh died because he overdosed on heroin because he ate his uncle's heroin And the family had blamed it on trick-or-treating. They were trying to cover (laughs) it up, saying that it was given to him while he was trick-or-treating. Yep. Um, And then also, even as recently as 2019, a man found razor blades in his child's trick-or-treat bag. And it's never really been solved. Um, But who knows?
1: You know, but when you talked about the guy putting candy on the laxatives and then giving them out. And I didn't find that believable until you said that it happened in like the 50s. And then it kind of sounded more believable. Because I could see some like cranky 1950s guy being like, ah, oh, fuck these kids and their candy. candy. You know, is the devil's night. You know, he's a dentist.
0: Them. Was he? Did you catch that? Yeah, he's a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> see what I mean? That's what
1: I mean. Like there's just unhinged people in our society that are high functioning and own property and like you know what i mean like that's totally what it is it's just cranky people that want to like read agendas and and shit
0: most of the other notable cases you know from from that point on i mean it's like children dying on beggars night and it's not because of it's not due to anything that has to do with candy or anything like that it's just because they died because they are already very sickly and they died of you know whatever illness took over them or (laughs) you know just different things maybe they got hit by a car you know who knows things happen yeah Um, and
1: people trying to use use halloween as a cover for it right oh it's
0: because they were trick-or-treating and it's like no even Mm. when i was
1: at my youngest and most irresponsible i would never give away weed to trick-or-treaters like
0: well right you know what yes i'm gonna say this fucking nobody is giving your kid drugs for free nobody and if they are, you need to tell me where they live because right. I want some of those free drugs. I
1: you remember know, them, them telling us that in D.A.R.E. that like, well, drug dealers will sometimes give you a little bit at first for free to get you hooked. Never, I've never met that drug dealer. Never. And I've met a lot of different drug dealers. <laughs> 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 and I still, have, still, have, still haven't met that unicorn. I'll let you know when they come across my fucking.
0: Drug dealers are people, too. I mean, you know, I, I everybody hates to say that. I mean, but like I've had drug dealers that are like, you don't want to buy this. You know, have you done this before? I'm like, no, they're like, you're not buying this today for me like they believe it or not like there are drug dealers (laughs) with the conscience out there you know and uh it does happen but no you're right i've never had any of them no i I mean i've had friends you know when they're my friends offer and sometimes i bought drugs from friends but like they've offered me free drugs but that's different you know that's, that's your friend but even then most of the time you know they're not they'll tell you where they got the shit from but they're not going to give it to you you know and uh so it really that really just depends but the hard the harder drugs absolutely not you know absolutely and usually it's just because they want somebody to do the drugs with i mean you know so no they're not going to give your fucking kid drugs somebody wants to do fucking nobody wants to do drugs with your seven-year-old like i promise (laughs) nobody
1: (laughs) especially yeah no one no one's giving your 11 year old ecstasy so they can walk away and like do it somewhere else
0: right and <laughs> right they get to sit
1: there and be like i wonder if that kid's dying in front of his parents right now and they're trying to track me down right you know what i mean like,
0: like nobody's nobody's doing that i mean you know so it's that's always silly and like i see the same post every year and it's like people will show like edibles or whatever and like they look like they're packaged like candies or snacks or whatever because they do make that stuff and um because you you can make anything an edible right you can make an you can make an edible anything with with marijuana in it tell you something about edibles they're fucking expensive like that shit costs some good money nobody is buying you know nobody's buying that stuff just to put in your kid's trick-or-treat bag i promise you your kid is not that important (laughs) you know that's just not happening and then like i said as far as these other cases go i mean are they you know are there people out there that are unhinged like pat was saying yeah absolutely but look how many there are you know in in all this time that we've been doing this not, not right
1: you know you know. have a million kids not knocking on a million different doors for the past you know 80 years and we have a handful of stories to show for it
0: right you know
1: right. that's that's pretty good if you think there's like two it. there's like two you're on more, you're more likely to be like in a, getting a plane crash or something you know
0: exactly and i mean you know it's it's right and people definitely you know freak out about that kind of stuff and that's just not okay now another one that i didn't really get to research a lot that i kind of wanted to touch on just a bit just to kind of talk about how yeah it makes sense are um like halloween props that are real so there have been instances of people um like i think there was one story where a guy was um setting up a haunted house in his garage or something like that and he accidentally hung himself and everybody that came in thought that he was a prop and he wasn't it was actually a dude hanging there and stuff like that has happened doesn't happen that often you know it's again it's a freak fucking accident type of situation nobody's nobody's a serial killer and putting their bodies out in plain sight like that's you know that's Hmm. not happening but there have been select isolated incidences where people have accidentally harmed themselves and people just assume that it was a prank or it was a prop or, or something like that. And, uh, I mean, there's really nothing much you can do about that to stop that from happening. <laughs> so, right. you know, there's there's that as well. Um, but that was one that I always thought was was fascinating um, because it, it, it's disturbing. I mean, can you imagine walking by, you know, a, an actual body and finding out later that night that it is? But, you know, I, I think I, I might have talked about this on the show before, but I'll talk about it again. On my mom's street, there was um, this really old man that lived in his house with... Uh, with his caretaker, and his daughter came to visit him for the first time, I guess, and fucking since she was a child I'm assuming and uh they couldn't get him to answer the door and when they peeked through the window, uh there was a dead body there, and it was it was the guy's caretaker the guy's caretaker had been dead in that house for eleven years, what? and it, yeah, and he had just been living with the body, and nobody fucking knew about it and like it was crazy, like I said, it was on my mom's street, so like I lived on that same road with that dead body like at some point <laughs> in my life for a couple of years they my teenage i've walked by that house and just lived there nobody fucking knew there was some dead guy in that house and you could see him through the fucking window and nobody had any idea and like now granted i don't think it was he wasn't like propped up against the window or anything like that but like yeah it was it, this was something that had happened i think back in 2018 um and i had so many questions because again this was the guy's live-in caretaker this guy couldn't take care of himself so if he couldn't take care of himself how did he do it for 11 years without anybody knowing you say nobody ever showed up to the house nobody ever knocked on the door and he opened up the door and it smelled like death nobody ever looked in that window and thought oh there's a dead guy there you know what what about the guy's family he never and none of those questions have ever been answered the house is just condemned and it just sits there now
1: so what do you think do you think the reanimated corpse was taking care of him do you think that he was playing it up in the first place that you know what i mean like he could take care of himself or
0: well they said that like the guy had died of of natural causes he had died of like not you know he had like a heart attack or something and he just died and the guy didn't know what to do so he just left the body there um i don't know i mean obvious i just think people get so busy in their own lives that they don't really notice when things seem weird so like i think that the guy's house probably was extremely gross um you know it was, it was probably really gross so like maybe if somebody did knock on the door and he did open it and it smelled like death they just thought that it was because oh, oh just, yeah like people smell weird and when i used to, to
1: deliver pizzas things. yeah there was stinky motherfuckers all the time and right. i was just like oh that's you just mind guys. your business it's just, right it's just some there's probably a body
0: guy. in those houses
1: <laughs> jeez honestly like in retrospect yeah maybe
0: right and so i think that's just what happened i just think nobody i think as sad as it is nobody fucking cared enough because you got to think about that too that means nobody came in that house in 11 years that's fucking sad that shouldn't happen then again i don't know the guy maybe he's a piece of shit maybe he deserves it i don't know but that just that that makes me sad to think that maybe somebody you know maybe he had been alone that whole time and i don't know maybe he found comfort in the fact that that guy even though he was dead his body was there i don't know have no idea we don't know they never answered any of those questions it's just like that one day we we were here we were sitting uh, we were sitting down to record and that child a child got hit by a car right outside of my apartment i don't know if i talked about on the show or not um there was never any news reports on it but a child did get hit by a car i don't know what happened i don't know if the child lived i don't know i don't know who i don't know what no idea no idea whatever happened it's crazy the stuff that goes on that they don't report on Mm -hmm. and uh you know it's not like we're a big high crime I mean I I know I say I live in Dayton I don't actually live in Dayton I live in a suburb of Dayton we're not we don't have a lot of crime so when something does happen usually it's reported on but this was not this was not and then like I said there's no follow-up you get all these stories all the time there's no follow-up to it so I don't know man it's weird but that's not really a Halloween story but it is really disturbing so you're welcome (laughs) true crime (laughs) true crime uh, both of them both of them were really really disturbing very sad stuff tonight guys <laughs> sorry <laughs> but uh yeah so you know there's that but i don't know you have any other halloween i don't really have that there's not really that many i mean there's other stuff like the origins of halloween and things like that uh, i mean you know it came from somewhere <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we don't i don't think we need to contribute to that that's there's enough fucking podcasts about the difference between sam Hain and saw
0: right right uh, and all that stuff yeah i agree i agree with you no i
1: i actually i i don't have anything my my halloweens were pretty uneventful nothing crazy ever happened i was always afraid of getting beat up by older kids i think that was my biggest that's what i was most afraid of on halloween was the mean old teenagers in our neighborhood kicking the shit out of me
0: on um, devil's night
1: no just i mean on halloween
0: just get candy snacking. here we go here i mean actually snacks. actually
1: most of my adolescence <laughs> i that grew up sad. in a neighborhood with like with a lot of kids and yeah there was there was a lot of kids older than me there's a lot of kids younger than me and like the older kids if you were walking down the block and like you saw a group of teenagers walking your way you would like cross the street <laughs> just to not walk past those fucking teenagers like that's that's the neighborhood i grew up in like not that they would like rob you and kill you or anything but just because they you know call you a fag and fucking knock you over or
0: something wow i hate those kind of kids
1: yeah that was my that was my nickname in high school faggot yeah
0: well i mean they weren't wrong
1: (laughs) ah jesus look at you look at this one i'm
0: allowed to say it i'm mostly gay
1: you and you and my wife would be fucking best friends i swear (laughs) that's that's her favorite thing her favorite thing to talk about too
0: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the pat I accept you for who you are. Just you I am
1: know. not asking for your acceptance. Well, I'm
0: just telling. You. We support faggots and slut.
1: Yeah, quit appropriating oh, my culture, okay?
0: <laughs> it's queer
1: long before you fucking kids came along. <laughs> <Your> fucking MySpace. <laughs> Dude, All right, means... <laughs> Fuck battles, goddamn it. <laughs> so you could go buy this shit at Hot Topic. <laughs>
0: thank you for your service um (laughs) (laughs) wow i don't know what this has to do with halloween but happy halloween that's (laughs) (laughs) happy halloweener that's what we call it because we're immature in my life so it's and and by by we i mean myself i call (laughs) i call halloween Halloween halloweener um yeah i mean i i you know i just uh i have halloween parties every year and i dress up every year and car pumpkins and all that fun stuff i get drunk and i pull my teddies out that's my halloween and that's how i intend on spending it this year as well so awesome with that being said um be safe guys if uh don't don't drink and drive um spay and neuter your pets um what what else did i have did i have any other psa's to throw out there
1: i don't know don't Don't
0: accidentally don't spill your bologna sandwich on your car because you'll strip the paint (laughs) (laughs) so all right well we will see you guys here next Wednesday